you're listening to episode number 95 of the Journey to Manifesting podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am recording this episode live from my bed. I have the flu. Uh, it's not like a runny nose kind of flu. It's more of an achy body, headachy kind of situation. But I am more than capable of recording a podcast so that I can share with you some interesting information all about the power of synchronicities and the meaning that we attach to them and what the universe might be trying to tell us when synchronicities occur. So one of my all-time favorite things to collect are stories of synchronicities, of the moments in life that you just can't explain, that the universe converges to perhaps bring you together with friends or resources or experiences where there's no actual way of rationalizing the event in your mind. It's actually one of the most magical experiences that we can have as human beings. Uh, a recent example of this was when I was on vacation and we took my three daughters to Disneyland. Uh, it was easier for Sean and I to split up during that day. So at the front gate of Disneyland, Sean took Lulu, who is four years old, and I headed off with Olivia, who's 13, and Ava, who is two. She's going to be three next week. And you know, we spent hours, maybe four hours right before lunchtime, just walking throughout the park. Now, Disneyland has over 44,000 visitors at any single day. I mean, that's that's speculation, but it's it's to be projected that there's between like 45, 44 to 48,000 people per day that are visiting Disneyland or California Adventure Park. And there are at Disneyland, there are over 85 acres and so after about four or five hours of walking around Disneyland, not having any contact with Sean, maybe a couple of texts, we had no idea where the other party was at the park at any given time. No idea. And all of a sudden, Olivia and Ava and I decided we want to get a pretzel. So Olivia looked up the closest place to get a pretzel. And we walked in that direction and it was crowded. It was so busy because it was Thanksgiving weekend and it was almost shoulder to shoulder. It was so crowded and I'm, I don't like crowded spaces like that. So all of my senses were in overwhelm. Like I just wanted to get the F out of there, even though Disneyland is supposed to be the happiest place on earth. Sometimes I find it a little bit difficult and I wish that they had like uh, recalibration pods where people could go and meditate and get out of other people's way. So I, I went and uh, tried to find the pretzel and we were walking probably about two two, three meters away from the pretzel cart. And I looked down and I saw Lulu. And remember, I wasn't with Lulu. Sean had taken Lulu. And then I looked up and Sean was with Lulu. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my child. So out of all of the people at Disneyland, I found my husband and my daughter. We bumped into each other totally randomly. Now, what are the chances? And it's just, to me, a case of like energy attracts like energy. Birds of a feather flock together. This to me was the law of attraction in action. 
and I hadn't set any intention to bump into them. It just happened naturally that it was almost like we had magnets implanted in our hearts or homing devices that brought us to each other at that specific point in time, that point of convergence. And we were both like, whoa, what are the odds of that happening? Statistically, it's highly unlikely. It's like finding a needle in one of the biggest haystacks that you could imagine. But it happened. Now, did I attach any meaning to it? No, but it was just a reminder to me of the power of like-minded energy and like-minded vibration. I'd like to speak for a moment as well (laughs) about synchronicity when it comes to the law of attraction and setting those intentions to see synchronicities because quite often the magic of the universe doesn't work like that. When you set the intention for the synchronicity to happen, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes we get in our own minds and it sabotages our progress forward because we're so eagerly scanning our environment for signs of alignment, for uh, messages from the universe that we actually forget that whatever shows up in your reality is a message from the universe. And that's when more of these spontaneous synchronicities that show up are that little divine wink from the universe, from God, from whatever you feel comfortable referring to that higher source as is trying to tell you. And that's why I love synchronicity so much because, I mean, if you look back on your life, there are those moments of, let's just call them coincidence, and I don't believe in coincidence, where you just cannot explain that point of convergence, that that exact point in time you crossed paths with somebody, you ran into somebody that you were just thinking about and you hadn't seen them in the longest time. And the odds of seeing that person are next to none. But what does it mean? Now just remember, as a free thinking human being that, you know, you have your own agency, you get to attach the meaning to it that serves you the most. There doesn't actually have to be an inherent meaning. It could just be completely random as a powerful reminder that we are spiritual beings on a spiritual journey and that anything that crosses our path is in fact an opportunity from the divine to deepen our connection to source energy, to deepen our awareness and our understanding of the mechanisms of how life works, how life tends to show up for us in our moments of need. And this is what I love so much about my work, especially teaching my students in the Manifesting Academy that are coming to me all the time with synchronicities of, oh, I bumped into an ex-boyfriend or I bumped into an ex-girlfriend. What does this mean? And it simply may mean that it's an opportunity to check yourself. Remember, the deepest work isn't about interpreting the universe around you and what's showing up. It's about looking within and tuning into how you're internalizing those feelings, how your external environment is causing you to reflect on how you react to external stimuli, how you are choosing to respond to whatever is showing up in your reality, and then ultimately how you are navigating those emotions to serve you first and foremost how are you guiding and managing your energy so that you're not reactive so that you're not triggered so that you're allowing yourself to process your emotions in a way that empowers you because that is the essence of manifestation manifestation isn't about thinking and creating manifestation is about feeling and being present with what is being created there's a big distinction and difference there. 
So I'm going to move on now to a synchronicity that happened yesterday. And this is the reason why I was inspired to record this episode while I'm taking a sick day and uh, just taking some time to recalibrate. You probably hear in my voice, I'm a little bit croaky uh, and my head is, oh my God, that's a story for another day. <laughs> but I'm okay. I'll be okay if I have some water, some rest and just take some time to slow down. But even when I'm sick, I still want to show up and connect with you guys and share this information because I know that there's somebody out there that needs to hear this right now, that the synchronicities that show up in your life are to remind you of the power that you have internally to guide your reality. Oh, it's, it's just so fun. It's so delicious. All right. So yesterday, actually, I'll give you a little bit of a, a backstory on like the last 72 hours. So my husband, Sean, and I don't argue very often. And when we do, it's it's unpleasant, but it usually gets settled like within 48 hours and we just get a little bit drained and especially since I've been a little bit sick and uh, there's been lots lots of things going on with end of year activities with all four of my children. And so yesterday morning, Sean and I are like, okay, we we just can't work right now. We're feeling really under the weather. Let's go and have some breakfast at one of our favorite places in Las Vegas, which is a restaurant called Jardine, which has amazing vegan food. Uh, they have this, oh my gosh, amazing vegan sandwich made out of just egg. A story for another day. And so we went there and during our breakfast, we had uh, some coffee as well. And we were, we were talking about uh, barley because, you know, it's winter time, it's feeling cold and I'm feeling really achy. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to be in a tropical location right now. I'd love to go to uh, Hawaii which is where a couple of our friends live. And Sean mentioned these friends and uh, said, oh, I'm sure, you know, we've got to make sure that we see these friends. We haven't seen them in a while since we're in Bali. Uh, and it'll be great to catch up. I should reach out to them and, and see what months they'd uh, be free. And so, you know, conversation just progressed. I won't say who these people are <laughs> to protect their privacy. Uh, and sure enough, we're driving home and... Uh, Sean took a wrong turn. Usually he uses something called the Waze map that guides him, but he, he decided to take a different turn after mentioning these two people. And I looked out the car window and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks like, let's just say, Bill and Jane. <laughs> and we're like, no, it can't be. It can't be. No. And I mean, the, the light turned, so we actually had to move the car and do a loopy and they were at a little bit of a distance. And we're like, no, that's not them. I mean, realistically, we should have just wound down the window. They were both wearing sunglasses and we should have said, hey, you know, is that you? But we didn't. And we're like, what are the odds? We were just mentioning them at breakfast. Now, they live in another state of the US. What are the odds that they're in Vegas? Right. I mean, so many friends come in and out of Vegas all the time. <laughs> and some of them, you know, they, they come in and out. We don't hear from everyone, which is great, because if we did, we'd be busy all the time. But what the hell were they doing right there at that point in time? And sure enough, we sent them a text and it was them just as we were meeting, just as we were mentioning them at breakfast. What are the odds synchronistically of being drawn to our friends? Again, another case of like hearts, like energy, kindred spirits being drawn together. Now, why do I mention this? Because, my beautiful listeners of the Journey to Manifesting podcast, because you 
are doing it all the time as well. You are attracting into your reality the people, the resources, the experiences that are in perfect alignment with your energy and your vibration. And to those of you that are saying right now, well, I'm attracting... uh, dirt bags or people that are not very nice or you know people that have hurt me or people that are full of drama or people that are negative or negative experiences just remember that your spirituality your consciousness is not growing when you are sitting on a yoga mat or you're doing a closed eye meditation it is through the hardships so even the negative synchronicities the people that are showing up that aren't truly in alignment, there is still so much value, so much amazing spiritual goodness that it is offering you. Okay, so let's dive into the likelihood of the meaning. What does it mean? So what does it mean that we mentioned these friends at breakfast and then totally randomly we bumped into them or we drove past them just after not seeing them for over a year and having like a few different calls and connection points over the last year and then seeing them in Vegas. What's the meaning? Well, the meaning now is that we're going to connect and we're probably going to go and visit them at some point and really make that time. And it's a reminder that perhaps we need to uh, connect with these people on a deeper level. And the other point of meaning is the reminder that our soul tribe is out there and we always find one another. Now, here's another story that, oh, this this still blows my mind to this very day. And again, I won't mention their names and I'm, I'm sure they won't mind me mentioning this story. But I had a girlfriend who had a really bad and messy breakup with a boyfriend who she hadn't seen in about 18 months. And we were catching up that day and time and time again, we were just talking about this guy and, you know, all the, the things that he had done that were less than desirable and we went into this restaurant. Now, I saw this girlfriend over, over a two-day period and we went to a Japanese restaurant on one day and then we're like, oh, yeah, that was quick and easy. Let's just go back to that same Japanese restaurant the next day. And I kid you not, we walked into the restaurant and I saw her ex-boyfriend sitting there. Now, how weird is that? And I just put my hand on her shoulder and we walked out of the restaurant, even though he tried to talk to her. But out of all of the places in Los Angeles... That, he, that that guy could have gone for lunch. He was there during that time. So it works in two ways. That people that we perhaps have unfinished business with or people that we talk about often, we activate the energy or the vibration and it draws them into our physical reality. So let's think about for a moment what this would mean if you're wanting to manifest a soulmate, for example. What if you started having a dialogue with that soulmate now and you visualized that that soulmate was out there thinking about you? Wouldn't that draw them into that convergence point? You see, life is all about convergence points. If you are currently in a relationship, there must have been the perfect time that the universe lined up that meeting point for you and for your partner. It's also divinely orchestrated that the, the fabric of life is built on the framework of synchronicities, that at that exact time you met that person. I think back to when I met my husband, Sean, on, on Twitter of all places. He could have tweeted anybody. But it was him tweeting me that led to a conversation that sparked off our relationship. Now, that's a very unconventional way of meeting somebody. Another story 
Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> I've got lots of them rolling to me today because I'm just taking the time off work with all of the other distractions. And by the way, if you are enjoying this episode, I would love for you to uh, leave me some feedback. I would love for you to either review the show or you can send me a message on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me over on at Sarah Prout, S-A-R-A-H-P-R-O-U-T and send me a DM if you've experienced any synchronicities. I would love to hear that. And uh also, my intention for the Journey to Manifesting podcast is as many people as possible will listen to this show. So if you can leave a review, that means it makes the show more visible, it keeps it in the charts, and it gives the information to people that really need to hear it right now. So if you would be so kind, that would mean the world to me. Okay, so my last story of synchronicity for this episode. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm going to go here. Uh, over the last few weeks, I have been how do I put this, doing some healing work around my first marriage. Now, for those of you that have seen my Goalcast video, and there's been 50 million views, which is absolutely crazy, um, there is an interesting narrative around the story that neglects to mention that the story was part of a much bigger picture, that not only was it my story, it was my ex-husband's story, it was my family's story, my children. And there have been some unintended consequences in being so public with my version of the story also being so heavily edited and how that has been interpreted out into the world. Now, I'm not saying that it's, uh, how do I put this? I'm not saying that it is not the truth because it was a very difficult situation. But what I am saying is that that heavily edited version painted a picture that you know, ideally, I would love it to be like a three-hour documentary, but it's hard to encapsulate the essence and the meaning in a six-minute inspirational video. So I've been doing some deep work on making sure that I clarify my message so that I am represented in a way that feels authentic to my voice as I move forward. And I've done that this year with uh, my book, Dear Universe, 200 Mini Meditations for Instant Manifestations, which documents my story and all of the different emotions that I experienced. And it's not purely about that. There's only a few small snippets, but that's one element that I did include my journey of being in a situation of mutual domestic violence and, and relationship toxicity for a whole decade. So I do document that uh, to you know, almost pinpointed accuracy in Dear Universe. And then also through my blog articles and other podcasts I've recorded and over hundreds of interviews that I've done over the last year and stages that I've spoken on around the place. And the healing work, and now I'm realizing there's always new le new levels and new layers of awareness to explore, to get curious about, to tune into and to see whether I can see all of my blind spots and make sure that everybody, and I mean everybody that has supported me along the way, uh, feels validated and feels, um, how do I put this, feels as if they are part of the journey as well. <laughs> but that um, that's not the point of what I'm trying to get to here. So quick summary, very quick summary is that I have been tuning in on new levels of healing to do with my first marriage high level overview right there that could have been <laughs> that could have been one easy sentence to record and earlier this week I got 
an email from a woman who asked if I was the same Sarah Prout that used to work in a gallery, in a framing gallery in a place called Collingwood back in the 90s. That is where I had my exhibition, my first solo art exhibition. I know probably there's so many of you out there that are going, I don't know, Sarah Prout painted. I used to paint and now I'm more inspired to paint than ever. But uh, this woman lived above the frame gallery and she was one of the first people to buy the very first painting. And if my memory is serving me, the title of the painting was Dream of the Chrysalis. In fact, the whole exhibition, the title of it was Dream of the Chrysalis. And it had this butterfly, this almost cartoony butterfly that was emerging from a cocoon, from a chrysalis. It represented transformation, all that kind of stuff. It was actually the most expensive painting in the show. And I remember that it sold before it was even hung on the wall, even though, you know, it had a red sticker next to it when it did make it to the exhibition. And I was 19. So, I mean, this is a long time ago. This is 20 years, 20 years ago, nearly 21 years ago. And um, this woman reached out. She saw my Goldcast video and she's like, are you the same Sarah Prout? Because I feel like I have found you for a reason. I remember, actually, she wrote it as if she was writing it to my team, but sometimes I catch these emails. And she said, is this the same Sarah Prout? Because I remember she was a lovely girl and I bought one of her paintings and it's been on my bedroom wall ever since. So 20 years, this picture that I created as a teenager has been on this woman's wall for 20 years. Now, what's really interesting about this, she lived above where I worked, but where I worked at that exact point was where I met my first husband. Our exact synchronistic meeting point all of those years ago. And I remember that Sunday that he came in and I saw this guy come in And it was very, very quiet, usually working in the gallery on a Sunday. I would open the doors and vacuum the floors and, you know, be ready to take orders and that kind of stuff. And maybe one or two people would come in. I would get paid $50 to work between 1 and 4 p.m. on a Sunday. And that was that was pretty much my income. I was still living at home and that was the money that I had other than my money from Hallmark savings. So if you know my story, I was a designer for Hallmark and I got a, a check for a few thousand dollars. It was about $10,000 to design for designs for gift wrap. That's a story for another day. I'll get to that. But on this particular Sunday, this guy walked in and then he walked out again. He looked at the, the art on the wall and he walked out and I'm like, oh, well, fine then, be like that. That was my very first thought of my ex-husband. And I remember this so clearly. Well, fine then, be like that. And all of a sudden, and I was doing some tidying up, and I looked up and he was standing at the desk. I don't know how we did that. I don't know, maybe he hovered. It was like, you no know, one of those vampires that just kind of appears. And uh, he looked at the, at the artwork on the wall And it was from, I remember this, the Artists in Recovery Network. So it was from addicts and alcoholics and it was their visual representation of their journey with addiction. And we both stood there looking at the painting and he said to me, oh, that's not really my cup of tea. (laughs) I remember that really clearly. And he introduced himself. And for some reason, I asked him where he lived. And he said he lived at the meditation center 
down the road, which I knew was this big purple place. And I'd walked by it all the time. In fact, I had a pamphlet or a, a uh, an ad, a flyer that I kept next to my bed. And every Sunday I had intended to go, but ever since I got that job meant that I couldn't go to their introductory meditation centers. And this is this is nuts. And I said, I've been meaning to go there. And I asked him where he lived. And he said there. So there was the first synchronicity. And so I knew the next weekend I, I had to go. And that's where the relationship started from, from that synchronicity. So even though it wasn't the best 10 years of my life, there still was some amazing stuff that happened. And, and doing the work around that, thinking about the synchronicities, but now tying it in. I mean, this multi-layered universe how would I know that from that point that I met my ex-husband, that there was a woman living above, right above where I met him, that would buy my painting a few months later, have it on her wall for 20 years, and then contact me after seeing a video that she watched of 50 million, 50 million other people have seen of the tumultuous relationship that I had with that guy that I met right beneath her. How weird and amazing and divinely orchestrated. And I really hope that I've done my, my best here in communicating authentically the power of synchronicity, the power that each moment holds to have profound meaning that can unravel the next decade, the next 20 years of your life. This beautiful narrative of our lives is intricately created with our higher selves and the universe. We're co-creating it in each and every moment. Every interaction you have with a human being is an opportunity to explore the connections that we have as human beings, to be better versions of ourselves, to understand that any pain that we experience has the potential to impact others and to help them on their own journey to lessen their own learning curves. And it's such a deep honour to be able to facilitate that as a human being. And you don't have to be a personal development teacher like me to be able to impact other people's lives. It starts one person at a time, one synchronicity at a time where you have the opportunity to become consciously aware of what each moment is presenting you with. When you bump into that old high school friend that you just thought about and you haven't seen them for years and they show up or whether there's, you know, some kind of synchronicity that happens and you just can't believe these beautiful signature energy patterns that keep showing up. They keep showing up to remind you that you are so much more than your human mind can even comprehend. And that's the nature of creation. God, the universe, source energy, the force, it cannot be comprehended. That's why it's so amazing and magical and mystical that there's this wonderment that we all have within us that shows up around us. It's in everything, absolutely everything. It's energy. Everything is energy. Everything comes from that highest vibrational frequency and then manifests physically in this beautiful physical realm. And everything before it manifests physically in this beautiful realm was in the non-physical, as energy, as thought, as potential. So what are you going to do with this information? How are you going to live your life differently knowing that you have this awesome, innate power within you to guide your energy and guide your emotions in any given moment? 
as a representation of the divine within. One place you can start is by getting yourself a copy of my book, Dear Universe. And I know that doesn't sound like the best placement for an ad, but I feel like the book is a fantastic resource to get curious about what the universe is trying to tell you through your emotions. Tune in. Get yourself a copy from either Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, anywhere you can buy books. And if they don't have it, ask for it. And keep this book by your bedside like thousands upon thousands of other people around the world that carry it in their handbag or have it as the Kindle version on their phone so they can go, hmm, I'm feeling anxious right now. How can I guide this to create meaning? How can I use this moment to turn it into a divine opportunity? This is what the 200 mini meditations for instant manifestations are all about. It's about emotion. And emotion is energy and energy is vibration. And vibration is that signal frequency that draws in those synchronistic moments where you meet up with friends, where you accidentally cross paths with friends or you find your husband in Disneyland after being separated for four hours <laughs> out of 44,000 people on 85 acres. What are the odds? What are these convergent points? So I really hope you enjoyed this spontaneous episode today that I'm recording while I am experience flu- experiencing excuse me, flu symptoms in my bed in Las Vegas. And I feel like I actually feel better now that I've recorded this podcast because I know that the right people need to hear this message of the power of synchronicities and that if something synchronistic happens to you within the next 24 hours, please send me a message about it on Instagram, DM me or leave a review and and express your story of synchronicity because I read all of the reviews and I send back the energy of love and let's get this energetic ball of momentum snowballing. Let's grow it. Let's set the intention that a magic... Okay, so that last little piece there got interrupted by a phone call, so I'm not sure where it, um, where it cut off. However, what I want to say is this. Just remember that you are a powerful human being, a powerful creator, and that anything that you want or desire in this life can be yours if you're committed to showing up, doing the work, taking inspired action, setting powerful intentions, and opening your heart to all possibilities. So until next time, Enjoy your journey to manifesting.